China is becoming more and more powerful each and every day. They are the greatest adversary, in my opinion, and threat to our nation. And the Biden administration is letting it happen. And frankly, I can't believe how many previous administrations also let it happen. I, I don't know if you're all paying attention to the news or if it even has registered for you, but this is so important. I'm telling you just two hours from my home is a Chinese police station in Houston. Yes, you heard me right. The Chinese Communist Party is operating police stations across the United States. Folks, are we idiots? What the heck is going on here? I don't know if you all saw the bust in New York, but that was very significant. They made arrests in New York City in Manhattan's Chinatown. I was actually there in New York when the news broke about these arrests. And apparently there's another Chinese police station in New York City. There's a Madrid-based human rights group. It initially published all of these stories and outed the Chinese Communist Party on their police stations. So thank God for them. Thank God for them. But there are 100, they believe, plus clandestine Chinese police stations around the world monitoring people. I have heard that there are at least 30 plus in the United States. There is a story in the New York Post, and right now um, this nonprofit group out of Madrid is actually saying there are, these are the significant ones, that there are six significant ones in the United States right now. Those are located just for all of you out there. Any of my friends in San Francisco, I probably have one, one really great friend out there. Um, there is a Chinese police station there for you. There's one in Los Angeles. Like I said, there's one in Houston. We've got Chinese police stations in Minnesota, in Nebraska, in New York City. What is going on here? Are we just waiting to be taken down by China? Is China preparing to take the U.S. down? And what are we supposed to do as American people? Are we going to allow this to happen? And I'm not just making this up. I'm not being an alarmist. I am not trying to rile people up for no reason. This is very, very serious. This is so serious that our U.S. intelligence apparatus is working a thousandfold trying to figure out what's going on here. This is so serious that we had a Chinese uh, spy balloon flying over installations in Montana. This is so serious that the Chinese Communist Party has already purchased hundreds of thousands of acres of U.S. prime land, a national security asset here in the United States, and some of that property, some of those acres are right near our military installations. Folks, I've got Gordon G. Chang on the show. I am so grateful that he took the time to come on the show to talk to me about this issue because frankly, he's the best person to talk about this. I'll be right back with Gordon Chang. But first, I want to tell you about Allegiance Gold. I love Allegiance Gold. Why? Because it is allowing me and my family to diversify, to diversify. Gold and silver allow you to protect your IRA. They allow you to protect your 401k with physical gold and silver. 
And guess what? You could have it delivered directly to your door. All I need to do is point out to you what's happening in our world. And let me just bring up China. For example, we've seen what China has done with the dollar. It has destroyed the dollar in Brazil. Now the Brazilian government is with China and using the yuan. It has destroyed our powerful dollar in Saudi Arabia with one of our closest allies in the Middle East. China is spreading across the globe. It is making huge loans all over the globe and owning our allies as well in Central America and in other parts. It is the Belt and Road Initiative. And you should be very concerned. You need to diversify your money. You need to diversify. You do the research. Think for yourself. Just go and look at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has the highest ratings in the industry. Five stars with Trustlink. Triple A rated with the Business Consumer Alliance. And they have an A plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $5,000 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Sarah sent you. So don't wait. Call or click today, 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARAH, S-A-R-A, no H. Or go to protectwithsarah.com. We can't control the Biden administration, but folks, we can prepare. That's 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARAH, S-A-R-A, or protectwithsarah.com. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital, así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. So grateful that I could get not only a, a, a world-respected authority on China, but a friend of mine, Gordon Chang, on the show today, especially with so much news 
developing regarding the Chinese Communist Party and even news here in the United States. In fact, while I was in New York City, I want everyone to follow Gordon Chang on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang, that is at Gordon G. Chang, if you wanna stay up to date on what is happening in China. Gordon, thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. It is great to talk to you. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. I mean, we were, you know, this is, for me, the dawning of a very dangerous age in our modern history, and uh, particularly when we're dealing with adversaries as China. Uh, while I was in New York, I don't know if you had a chance uh, to uh, see, see me there while I was in New York this past week, but there was an arrest of uh, CCP, it appears, members of connected to the Chinese Communist Party, their military at a Chinese so-called police station in New York City. And there were so many protesters uh, Chinese immigrants here in the United States protesting in New York City and trying to draw attention to what they see as an encroachment of the CCP in America threatening Chinese dissidents, you know, here. And this is absolutely terrifying. It is terrifying. And the Chinese are going after not only Chinese dissidents and officials who have fled China, who have come to the U.S., they're also attacking American citizens. So on July 1st, 2021, which is a significant date because that was the date that the Communist Party celebrated its centennial, there was a demonstration outside the New York consulate on 42nd Street. And a Correct. Chinese consular official carrying a gun actually um, hit Jane Stein, a photographer, leaving her with facial injuries. Now, this is an attack on an American citizen on American soil by somebody who should no longer be in this country because the United States should have expelled this consular official. And indeed, I believe should have closed the consulate for that and for other reasons. Why are we not doing this, Gordon? Let's just talk about that one incident in particular, which is an egregious violation. Could you imagine if somebody from the U.S. Embassy in Beijing or anywhere else in the world would have done that to one of the citizens in China, what the repercussions would have been? Why are we not doing anything? Yeah, that's, that's a great question for which um, I don't know why the Biden administration isn't doing anything. My sense is that they believe that they need China's cooperation on issues like climate change. And so they don't want to do anything to anger Beijing. And that's the best explanation I can come up with. You know, other people will talk about Hunter Biden, and there are issues of corruption and intimidation and blackmail there. Um, but I think it's, even if there weren't Hunter Biden, I think that it's, the president has an outdated view of China, which is at least three decades old. You remember Robert Gates, when he wrote his 2014 memoir, he came up with that memorable line, that said that uh, Joe Biden has been wrong on every foreign policy and national security decision of consequence over the last four decades. And, and I think that that's right, that Biden is misguided and he's not changing his views of China, even though all of the things that have occurred um, since then. So really what we've got is a president who for any number of different reasons, it doesn't really matter, whatever reason it is, Sarah, he is not defending and protecting our republic from a known threat, which means he's not discharging his most 
solemn constitutional duty, which is to protect the United States from foreign attack. And this is what is very concerning for me because I, I follow you on Twitter all the time, everybody, Gordon G. Chang, Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. I follow you all the time because I believe the greatest threat to our nation right now is coming from our adversary in China, the Chinese Communist Party. And I know that the Chinese people have suffered under this regime. We've seen the suffering in Hong Kong. You've been there personally. You've seen it with your own eyes. We see the threat, the direct threat on Taiwan right now. And across the globe, Gordon, we're seeing uh, China's Belt and Road Initiative expanding and permeating throughout the world. And in the United States in particular, I think that our government is asleep at the wheel. We have Lula in Brazil kicking the dollar to the wayside in lieu of China's yuan uh, or one. And we see that happening as well across the globe. We saw Saudi Arabia also conducting negotiations with China and the relationship that is being built between China and Russia is formidable. What are we doing? I mean, I, I really feel like the sharks are circling and I keep saying this, sharks are circling our weak, our weakness right now and they are getting ready to attack. Am I wrong? That's perfect. That's the perfect metaphor for this. You know, you mentioned a number of things there, um, and two of them in particular stand out to me. One is Brazil and the other is Saudi Arabia, um, because we have um, Biden policy on um, both of them um, that is truly misguided and injurious to the United States. Under President Trump, the United States had very warm relations with the Saudi kingdom. And in fact, Trump had the best American Middle East policy since FDR. Right. Under Biden, we have the worst. Biden, as a candidate, said that he wanted to make Saudi Arabia a pariah. And he did that. And what has resulted is that Saudi Arabia has retaliated against the U.S. and moved closer to China. So Saudi Arabia's relations with Beijing regarding um, sales of hydrocarbons, sales of nuclear technology and the dollar, those would not have happened but for um, Biden's policy. In Brazil, something similar. Um, Biden made sure that Juan Balasaro, the then president of Brazil, right. did not win re-election. So Biden actually is largely responsible for Lula da Silva becoming president of Brazil, the same Lula da Silva who is now attacking the dollar. And is, it was in Beijing a few days ago um, with um, all sorts of deals with the Chinese. So this, again, did not have to happen because Balansaro definitely would not have done that. One of the th issues that I, I'm dealing with, especially when I talk to my sources in Central America, is the expansion of the CCP as well in Central America and as well with Mexico. But in particular with Central America, President Bukele, let's just use him as an example, in El Salvador, he has once, just like we saw with other close allies of the U.S. that were under Trump, he has shifted shifted a lot of his mindset and moved towards China. And we see that with the Belt and Road Initiative, with uh, the deals that they have struck as far as infrastructure deals inside El Salvador. I feel like China is moving closer and closer and closer to us. Like, And, and we know that they've got satellite offices throughout South America, Central America, Mexico. They have them for crying out loud right here in the United States. 
How serious should our intelligence agencies be taking this? And is there any concern on your part that China would be willing to make a move even before the next presidential election that would seriously harm the United States, either economically or militarily? Yes, of course. And really what we have, just to take one example, um, right now there is a surge of Chinese migrants coming across our southern border. In 2021, um, there were 77 Chinese migrants who made the trip through the Darien Gap. That's the gap between um, Colombia and Panama of uh, intense jungle. Um, in last year, there were 2,000 Chinese migrants who crossed the Darien Gap. In the first two months of this year, 2,200. Now, most of the Chinese coming across are refugees, people who wanted to get out of China. But there are, as Michael Yan, a war correspondent, has reported, a significant numbers of single males of military age who are unattached to family groups coming across. And some of those are undoubtedly uh, Chinese military or Ministry of State Security agents. And they're coming in and they're infiltrating our country, which means that on the first day of a war in Asia, um, those guys are going to be detonating bombs. They're going to be uh, going after our grid, our water. Um, this is going to be a war fought on American soil on the first day of a war in Asia. So. Yeah, this is this is a critical national security threat, and the Biden administration is paying no attention to it at all. And of course, as we know, um, Biden has opened up that southern border, allowing China to send across saboteurs and and fentanyl. I agree. He is clearly violating every role that he has been elected to do as president of these United States. His main job as commander in chief is to protect the national security of our nation. And I feel that this administration through unelected officials is allowing, you know, our adversaries like particularly China and the drug cartels and the human traffickers who I believe operate as proxies for China to target us and target our citizens. And that's really, that scares me. I mean, when you think about it, it's like we really could be facing a showdown with a nuclear power that has been, we have miscalculated every step of the way on our foreign policy with China. Miscalculated everything. I, I think I agree with you on every bit of what you say about China. And now, what do we do from here? Because to me, China is very happy. The Chinese Communist Party, Beijing, must be very happy having Biden in, uh, in the presidency uh, and being able to move forward with all of its plans without any real pushback from what I would say what used to be the world's greatest power, because now China is trying to usurp that. China and Russia both have made it very clear that they don't want the United States to be the guiding light anymore uh, for the world. China and Russia are forming the core of a new axis, and they've got their proxies like uh, Iran, North Korea, Pakistan, Algeria. And this is uh, a new Cold War um, and a one which is far more dangerous um, and a far bigger challenge than the first Cold War. And we are now at, I think, the most dangerous moment in history. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, how about 1962, the Cuban Missile Crisis, or 1961, the Checkpoint Charlie Crisis in Berlin? What we now know from the Soviet archives is that 
uh, Khrushchev was not willing to use his nuclear weapons. And we, of course, know that Kennedy didn't want to. But right now, we don't know what Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping will do. And both are making threats, unprovoked threats, to use their most destructive weapons. And so, yeah, this is a critical moment. And we have a Biden administration which misunderstands Chinese policy. It's, it's a fundamental misunderstanding um, because China doesn't call us a, a competitor as Biden does. It uh, doesn't even use the word adversary. It uses the word enemy. They declared a people's war on the United States in May 2019. They are, despite official denials, conducting a campaign of unrestricted warfare against the U.S. Americans are dying as a result, COVID and fentanyl. And so we are, are not protecting ourselves. Uh, we are, don't understand or the administration doesn't understand the challenge. And it's not taking the measures that are necessary to save the United States. Do you think we underestimate the power of President Xi and Beijing? We do, and, and we, mis we, we do not understand something else, and that is the incentives that he's under. You know, he, we view him as strong, and he is strong, but he's also at the same type, time uh, weak um, because internally China is beset by simultaneous crises, many of them caused by Xi Jinping, and many of which Xi Jinping are being blamed for. And Xi has no answer to these problems. We know that because in his various speeches, he talks about war, he talks about other things. He never talks about the solutions to the domestic problems, the ones that the Chinese people care about. So he has a very low threshold of risk. He's being blamed for these problems. He has nobody else that he can hold accountable. And he's got a very low threshold of risk because he's raised the cost of losing political struggles, which means his only solution, Sarah, is to start a war with a neighbor or even to try to humiliate the United States or go after one of our planes or ships in the global commons. And there have been increasingly dangerous Chinese intercepts there. So this is a mixture of both strength and weakness, and it is the most dangerous combination that we face desperation, it sounds like, on the part of President Xi. And that's really concerning, considering the, the position that we're in right now with the Biden administration. What about Macron's visit to Beijing? You know, why are the French cozying up to this brutal dictator? I, it makes no sense. And then I see Germany doing the same thing. It's signaling that they may not resist China's, uh, you know, annexation, what, what they're dealing with Taiwan. What is going on here? This is really one of the most complex issues. Most fundamentally, China has been trying to split Europe from the United States for a very long time. And it looked like they were succeeding. But fortunately, China has been overstepping. So, for instance, China was on the verge of signing what's known as the Comprehensive Agreement on Investment. Um, and that was in uh, 20, late 2020. But what happened um, was that uh, various Chinese actions overplayed, they've overplayed their hand and um, um, Europe backed off. With Macron, we're seeing the same thing. China was very successful in getting Macron to talk about Taiwan and basically parrot China's line. Um, but when Macron returned to Europe, um, he faced universal condemnation for those comments and for other ones that he made that supported Chinese policy. So right now, Europe is, is pushing back against the um, French government. 
And, and of course, Macron has problems at home um, with regard to raising of the retirement age and other things. So right now, it's a very messy situation. And if we were smart, we could take advantage of that. I'll be back in a second with Gordon Chang. But first, I want to remind you again about Allegiance Gold. So we talked at the top, right, about China and how destructive China has been on the U.S. economy. And we don't know where that's all going to end up. But just think about what's happening here in the United States. You know, we talk about China's credit system. Well, in the U.S., banks can just remove you if they don't want you, if they don't like your ideology. They did that with Donald Trump Jr. They've done it with Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, both of whom I consider friends and great Americans. And think about what happened in Canada, right? Think about what was going on in Canada when the Canadian government basically shut down people's bank accounts where they couldn't even access their bank accounts because they were protesting, and rightfully so, rightfully so, the enforced COVID vaccinations and COVID passports, right? These were people standing up for their rights. Well, right now you need to diversify. My friends at Allegiance Gold, they can help you protect your IRA or your 401k. They can do it with physical gold and silver that they can deliver right to your front door. And right now you can get $5,000 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Sarah sent you. That's all you got to do. $5,000 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Sarah sent you. And I want you to do your own research. This is a decision that is up to you. But I am telling you that the best thing that you can do is diversify. And right now you'll get $5,000 of free silver on that qualifying purchase when you tell them that Sarah sent you. So don't wait, call or click today, 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARA, S-A-R-A, or go to protectwithsarah.com. We can't control the Biden administration, folks, but we can prepare. 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARAH, S-A-R-A, or protectwithsarah.com. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to ask you about Janet Yellen, because this is very important. She actually said 
that our national security may come at a cost with a U.S.-China relationship, but we can't decouple from them, that we should not economically decouple from them. But all I have to do is go back, Gordon, to what was happening in the United States when COVID, uh, when we were first facing COVID lockdowns and then during the COVID lockdowns, I mean, China manufactures the majority of our antibiotics. They manufacture so much of our PPE and so much of our, 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 I, I think our lives are revolving around China and China's production of our products and companies. How do we separate one from the other? How do we get America back to doing what I think President Trump so rightly said, you know, manufacturing, bringing PPE home, those protective gear, all of that, you know, it, all of the issues that we face with with our, even our medicines and our antibiotics. Where, how do we get to that point again? We got to bring the pharmaceuticals back. And President Trump, in one of his last initiatives, which misfired, was a uh, $750 million loan to Eastman Kodak to make active pharmaceutical ingredients. We need industrial policy for pharmaceuticals like we now have one for semiconductors. And people will say, and the Wall Street Journal will say, well, you know, this is not going to be uh, economically efficient. And they're right about that. But the point is, this is a national security concern because China's made it very clear that they plan to cut off pharmaceuticals to the U.S. They said that in March of 2020, saying that they would be willing to throw the United States into, quote, a mighty sea of coronavirus. And we also know that they turned around ships um, which were carrying personal protective equipment to New York hospitals. Um, they were doing, they nationalized a U.S. factory making N95 masks. So they, they do have not only the intention, but they've done these things in the past. And, and the way to answer um, your question is, the United States uh, president needs to use his powers under the International Emergency Economic Powers Act of 1977 to bring manufacturing back. And he can do that in any number of different ways especially making it very difficult for China to um, bring goods into the U.S. The other way that we can do this, Sarah, you were talking before about El Salvador. Um, we have right. a free trade agreement, CAFTA-DR, um, for Central America and the Dominican Republic. We can um, make changes to that to encourage low-cost manufacturing to move to Central America. This has so many different, different um, advantages for us. First of all, it stops the migration to our southern border because we stabilize those societies. They were destabilized by manufacturing going to China. Um, we can stabilize those societies by bringing factories to Central America, and that means we're not enriching uh, an enemy. And if you believe in climate change, we're also putting less carbon into the air because we're bringing manufacturing closer to the point of consumption and rail traffic is so much cleaner than container ships. So there is a win-win-win for this. And the Biden administration knows about it, but they're not doing anything about it. When Vice President Harris, who's supposed to be in charge of the Central America problem, talks about root causes, she thinks, oh, let's just throw some money at uh, some Central American countries. No, you bring manufacturing back to those countries, it costs the U.S. taxpayer less, 
and the benefits are so much greater. Oh, yes. She's absolutely failed at that. And uh, I have been speaking to congressional members. Um, Congressman Mark Green is very uh, big on near shoring and bringing those jobs and those manufacturing jobs back to America or to Central America and Mexico. I've actually spoken with President Jamate in Guatemala about this. I've spoken to officials in El Salvador about this. It's very, very important. Instead, what I have been told is that there has been a backlash against them by the Biden administration. It's almost as if the Biden administration is just pushing, pushing every ally that we could possibly have into the hands of China and other adversaries. And it's really frightening. And I wanted to ask you this really quick, Gordon, because everybody asks me this and it's, you know, it's been brought up before, but we have allowed the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, and people connected to the party to purchase land in the United States, agriculture. Now we saw, and as we talked about a little bit briefly at the top of this interview, when, when you came online about the CCP police station in New York, it isn't the only one. There's supposed to be more than 30 in the United States, give or take, operating inside our country, Huawei 5G, up in our cellular towers. We saw that in Montana, the balloon coming over. It's almost as if China has been prepping the battlefield. And again, we're asleep at the wheel. What do we need to do? And what's your worst fear about what we have already allowed to happen? Well, my worst fear is that uh, the Communist Party is able to influence Washington and state capitals so that we don't defend ourselves. And that's exactly what's occurring right now. So what it means is we got to take some drastic solutions, which I believe are getting Chinese institutions off our soil. That's their state-owned enterprises, their banks, their police stations, their Confucius Institutes on college and university campuses, and the Confucius classrooms in our secondary schools. We just to China uses every point of contact with us to um, take down our society, which means we have to limit. And we're being overwhelmed right now. I mean, FBI is overwhelmed, uh, local law enforcement's overwhelmed, governments are overwhelmed. So that means that we've got to eliminate these contacts immediately. And then when we get to the point where we think we can handle this, then we can start to talk about having a relationship with China. But right now we can't. I actually believe that you can't have a relationship with a militant regime that believes that it's a sole purpose or that it's one of its purposes is to destroy the United States. We got to remember that the Communist Party views the United States as an existential threat. And it views us as an existential threat, not because of anything that we say or do, but because of who we are. Because an insecure regime is worried about the inspirational impact of American values and America's form of governance on the Chinese people. So I believe that this is an existential struggle. And there's only going to be one survivor, Sarah. It's going to be the People's right. Republic of China or the United States of America, not both. Wow. Wow. That is a lot. I mean, I think about that and I think, wow, what kind of future are we going to be facing? And China really has been successful in infiltrating our social media, influencing our children, like you said, here in the United States on our university campuses with their ideology. And now I've got to ask this, or I would be remiss, and I'm going to leave all these last statements you, for you, 
important to uh, to talk to those who are listening because I know this is a concern. It's a growing concern across the country. China's social credit system. This is something that we've seen being pushed here in the United States too. And China's social credit system is absolutely a stunning phenomenon to me because it's basically getting the people of China to accept that they will be judged consistently on their social behavior while they're outside of their home, whether they're shopping, eating, talking to a neighbor. They have also people that just like all good communist countries, they have watchdogs on every block that are collecting information on their neighbors. And I almost feel with the type of ideological kind of attitude that the American public is seeing, especially from the far left, that that's something that they would want here. It's it's a really 1984, you know, George Orwell, it's Orwellian, it's the future. What is going on here? And are we at threat of falling into this ideological, I would say, um, virus, <laughs> like we talk about COVID-19, but I'm saying this is another type of virus, this idea, this Marxist ideology that's on steroids now with our technology. Are we at risk of falling right into that and giving right into this global idea? The Biden administration has bought into those notions of government control. And, um, you know, we look at the First Amendment uh, serious problems with much of what the Biden administration wants to do in terms of instituting those controls. Um, and we can go through every phase of life. We can see that um, they want to make sure that uh, government controls us. You know, conservatives um, come in all different stripes, but there's one thing that all conservatives believe, because it is the definition of conservatism, and that is conservatives believe that every individual is sovereign, that sovereignty resides in the individual. And that means it's liberty and freedom that are at the core of conservatism. That's not true for liberalism, which believes more in justice. Now, to achieve justice, that means government control. So what you've just talked about highlights the fundamental, the critical difference between liberals and conservatives. I, I feel so blessed to know you, Gordon, um, and you fight continuously for the American people and for this country and, frankly, for human rights all over the world. Everybody follow Gordon Chang at Gordon Chang at Gordon G. Chang, sorry, on Twitter. That's at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. I look forward to seeing you soon, Gordon, and I will uh, look forward to seeing you in Japan this year. Oh, well. Lydia and I say thank you so much, uh, Sarah. I mean, because it is a blessing for us to know you. Oh, thank you. And tell Lydia I look forward to seeing her as well. She is just a rock and, and a fighter too, a patriotic fighter for people all over the world and for human rights. Thank you so much, Gordon. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you, Gordon Chang and your beautiful wife, Lydia, for making the time to come on the show and educate us and, and keep us up to date on the things that we need to be paying attention to. Folks, this is about you and me. We need to be educated. We need to know what's going on. That's the only way we're going to protect our nation and our family and our children. Those are the most important things, right? If you have a chance, go ahead and follow me on Truth at Sarah Carter Official. I love truth. 
Thank you, Devin Nunez. Thank you so much, President Trump, for making that happen. Twitter at Sarah Carter DC. Elon Musk took that over. Glass half full, right? And on Instagram at S Carter DC. We're still working on them. God bless you. God bless our great nation. And God bless the great state of Texas. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.